Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Rabbitohs Top 4 Podcast for 2023. My name's Jeremy Monaghan and I am here with my co-host Mark Ellison and Shannon Donato. How are we, gentlemen? Very well, Jeremy. It's great to be back doing this. Um, say hello to all our fans out there, to our mothers. That's about all we've got, I suppose. <laughs> say hello to all our fans, both of them. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's great to be back. Um yeah, so uh, let's get on with it. It's been a while. It's been about three months. I think our last one was a Christmas special. That's right, yes. Yeah. Was a, that was a great episode, but really looking forward to today, Jez. Very good. Well, let's get into it. So, uh, just very good. I've got my first very good out for the 2023. Here you go. That's one. And I'm going to ask the question I always ask, when are we going to do this from Young Henry's Brewery? <laughs> yeah, uh, in about 20 minutes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nice. All right. You're pretty funny today, Shannon, actually. Yes. Thank you, boys. 2023 has been treating you like well. <laughs> Let's have a look at the start of the season. We're recording this uh, after the John Sattler tribute match. It's been a big start to the season for the Rabbitohs over the first four weeks. Um, what have been the highlights for you so far, Ello? Obviously, the game on the weekend, Jez. Um, yeah, celebrating such a great man as Sats and... And the way things, the script fell into place. Uh, who'd have thought the number 13 would figure in the scoreline? Mm-hmm. Katie Walker's 13th double in an NRL game. Um, and Cam someone, Murray making 1,300 tackles. 1,300 <laughs> tackles. <laughs> I've got another one for you. Really? The guy that dropped the ball from Manly had number 13 on his oh, back too. Yes. Just yeah, quietly. Right. Yes, O'Shea Ole, as yeah. he's called by Peter Volandis. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't going to mention his name. I didn't want to embarrass him anymore. Well, neither did Peter Volandis. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there was another one too, another 13. Um, in the corporate box, I had 13 party pies. I was, <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Oh, I like how you lied then and said they were party pies and <laughs> yeah. not just pies. <laughs> Thank you to Sean Garlic and the good people at Garlo's Pies. I like the way he actually owned up that it was him and not me for a change. <laughs> well, you were on the sideline. I could see you down there. Uh, that is good. That is good. What else uh, sticks in your mind, Ello, from the start of the season outside of those great tributes? I like the resilience in our defence so far this year. Yeah. It's It's... Better than it's been in our, our most recent years, and we've had some great years on the back of it. Yep. We've been down a number of middle forwards and high-class players to our team, mm. and the guys that have stepped in have just really contributed greatly to the team. Yeah, uh, We've played four, four teams in the top eight, mm. and there'll be another one in Melbourne this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be two and two at this stage of the year with the injuries we've had to key players is I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Obviously, this week's big. Um, we've got to get over over the storm. Um, but the boys are ready for it. Mm. Um, but I just think this time last year, we'd won one out of four. Mm. Uh, this time, this you know, two out of two, if we can go and make it, you know, three out of five this week, it puts us in a really good place where the, a few of our players are going to start coming back again. Yeah. Rugby league's all about timing, Um JD gave me a call this morning and he said, what are you, Shannon and Ello, doing this week? We might need you in the middle forwards. I'd like you to do a training session. 
Um, today I said, sorry, mate, we've got to do the podcast. Yeah, so. that's right. <laughs> it's all about timing. Right. We yeah. missed our opportunity yeah. to get back out there. And the, chi- the Chinese restaurant's open on Wednesdays too. <laughs> I don't think I'll get through a warm-up. Uh. <laughs> I don't think I'll get through the front gate. <laughs> He's back. Uh. <laughs> what about you, Shannon? What's, what's been the highlights of the start of the season for you? Well, certainly what Elo uh, said about, you know, the, how emotional it was on the weekend for Sats, I think that was a really big highlight. And absolutely how well we've played and grafted with um, five middle forwards out, you know, to be able to... We've played Penrith away, Cronulla away, the Roosters away, and to be two and two with five middle forwards out just shows how tough and resilient we are and, and pointing out the defence as well as Elo did. Um, absolutely. They've been the things, but probably... A really nice, sweet moment was Ben Lovett's debut. You oh, know, I was going to say the same thing. Kid from Parks, you know, come down. His younger brother, Kurt, is in one of our pathway sides. His lovely sister, Claudia, works in our um, events and commercial team. She fant- beautiful family. Father John, uh, really, really lovely family. Epitomised the, the, the decent people of South Sydney. And to see him live his childhood dream on such a big night and play so well... Uh, that that almost brought a tear to the eye, as well as all the the Sats tributes. Yeah, what about they had 150 people there on uh, on the weekend on Saturday night supporting Ben with all the giant head cutouts <laughs> and everyone in their park spaceman outfits. There would have been. Uh, <laughs> I remember Blake said in uh, in the brief, someone said to him, "Oh, what's happening in parks tonight?" And he said, "Not much. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one left." Well, me growing up in Wallamaloo, uh, always considered a bit of a shift. It would have been a good place to go and rob houses in. Uh, in yeah, parks. exactly. No, right. no, no one, no one was home. I'm, I'm glad they didn't have uh, those those big head signs for when Shannon debuted. No one would have seen the game. What about allies? They wouldn't have even had to blow them up. They would have, just, they would have been life sized. Oh. Actually, I had to shrink them a bit. Oh, that's good. That's good. The uh, one of the highlights for me was also Dan and Cronulla silencing that crowd down there with our victory. They can be pretty boisterous. The uh, Sharks fans, and they're pretty quiet. They were. They yeah, were. The end of the and, game. and you know, it is. It's, it's an underrated. Um, trip in terms of toughness, it's that's a really tough road trip. I think for teams going down there, they're they're very vitriolic. The crowd down there, and to to silence them, it was a it was a great start mm. to to round one. Yeah, the, the big thing for that night too was that we lost Junior to Tyler in the first tackle. Yep, of the match, Joy Arrow after twenty minutes. Yep, and you know, in due respect to Blake Taff, we had Blake on the bench as an extra player, and he came on a bit later in the game, but we had to do it basically with 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 fifteen. 15 players yep. the whole game and and one of them was a back yeah you know right. so the yeah. the the amount of time that these boys had to play in round one was exceptional and then you know only the other week against the roosters harmo sello's gone down yeah. in the first set as well so that's, right. th- that's the resilience we're talking about um you know we always talk about getting our best team on the field and keeping them there and you know, it will be very dangerous if we can do that this year. Yeah, I'm absolutely. sure we will be able to. And just speaking about all those players we've lost in those tackles, you know, we've lost a stack of players making tackles, particularly in the, in the first set of, set of the game. And, you know, as you said before about how smart a player Ello was, and he was really smart. He never risked uh, knocking himself out in a tackle, that's for sure, because he didn't make any. So he <laughs> <laughs> was before his time, Ello. That's right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thinking back on the start of our season, 
We had a big game against the Sharks away from home, and as you say, down to one man on the bench, um, and being able to to get a win there, which is not an easy feat Saturday night down at Shark Park. Then we go into the next week. We play against the defending two-time back-to-back premiers, and we had all the controversy around the incident that happened in the tunnel at at half time and how that could have rattled the team, but nearly pulled that game out of the fire too at the, the end out at Penrith. Then we had the Roosters where, where Trell nearly levelled that game with a 45-metre field goal out of dummy half, mm. missed by about three metres. It was just fell short. It was <laughs> amazing kick. And then all of the emotion around the... The game against Manly and John Sattler's passing, I think it's been a massive start to the first four rounds of the season. It certainly has been. I, I, yeah, I haven't seen as much um, commotion in a tunnel since Sean Gally give it to Shannon up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have you know I bruised his fist pretty badly with my with my jaw that day. Spud reaching over, get the handful of your hair when you uh, had hair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> on my shoulder. On, on my shoulders. <laughs> oh, well, it has been a big start start to the year. What about off the field, Shannon? You're obviously involved in the commercial department. It's been a pretty big start to the year in terms of our membership drives and everything else. Absolutely. We're 750 members in front of where we were this time last year, so mm. our membership numbers continue to grow. We're just shy of 32,000 at the moment, and uh, we've got some games in regional areas in the back end of the year, like Perth and Sunshine Sunshine Coast and, and Cairns, where I think the Queensland memberships and the WA memberships will continue to grow right throughout the year, so mm. we're on track for a, a really, really strong membership year, and mm. moving into record territory. Um, Jez, you and I were speaking earlier about our merchandise. Like, our merchandise has just uh, gone through the roof. It's, it's going to be a record year for us in terms of merchandise sales. Our ratings have been strong in all of the games. Um, we had a healthy crowd there uh, for our first home game last week, but it probably would have been healthier. The trains, there was issues with transport for New South Wales that affected thousands of people, the the poor weather, you know, leading into the match. So all of it, no matter what metric uh, you use to judge the health of our club, Jez, um, off the field, certainly on the field, we're going really strong. We spoke about that. But any metric off the field, you know, we're in really, really strong position as well, mm. having a great year. And, and Treasures and Pinocchio start to the year has been magnificent well, too, Jez. <laughs> hasn't it what? They're not looking forward to us moving in the new high performance centre, that's for sure, moving out of the Juniors from here. Oh, yeah, yes. I'm not sure I'm going to give up my office up here. <laughs> Your office is in treasures, isn't it? That back room with the. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the uh, the Mark Ellison Lazy Susan, I think it was named. <laughs> he spins it like it's Wheel of Fortune. He's got hey, for top dollar. There's day. nothing like going hey. to treasures with Ello when he goes, no, you guys order, it's okay. And so you start ordering them, he goes, no, 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 guys, this is what we need. And he just starts reeling off all the old favourites. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's never lazy when oh. Shannon's there, I can assure you that. <laughs> it's active, Susan. Uh, you guys are making me happy. That'll be enough, Jez. That'll be enough, Jez. Oh, dear. Very good. All right. We will, uh, well, as we say, it's been a big start to the season and four weeks in. It's a 27-round season this year with all of the uh, all of the extra buys. Good to see someone at the NRL thought that uh, worked out the buys when they added an extra team in the comp. <laughs> Let's give everyone three of them. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yes, four weeks in. And a uh, big game, as you said, hello, against the Storm 
this weekend, a team that um, always gives us a challenge, but I know we're up for it. Yeah, looking forward to it, Jess. I mean, they've got a few players out, but so have we. Um, you know, they 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 probably feel they have the wood on us, mm. which the stats say that. Mm. But um, I think we're a different team this year. Yeah, and um, I'm looking forward to the challenge, and I know the boys are. Yeah, big time. But again, more big games coming up. We've got that, then we've got a rejuvenated Bulldogs on Good Friday, which is always. <laughs> A big event out at a core stadium. Then the week after, we play the new boys for the first time. The uh, the oldest and proudest and loudest team up against their youngest and least proudest and least <laughs> most quiet. <laughs> well scripted, Jess. Yeah, you like that? I didn't have to read that one. Uh, I'm like Shannon over yeah. there with his notes from Gab. The, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What about your preparation today? There's been none. <laughs> what are you talking about? I've got two run sheets. You didn't even know there was a run sheet. You, <laughs> you didn't know Jez had prepared a run sheet. He spends 20 seconds every week <laughs> putting these run sheets together. And, and uh, you didn't yeah. even know there was we, one. We actually you got to shoot from the hip, Shannon. <laughs> we got to shoot from the hip, brother. We, were, we worked it out over the last week or two. I've seen more of Shannon's wife than he has. And that's because I spent a couple of hours down at the Randwick netball on Saturday, but and he hasn't been home for two weeks. I'm glad you, I'm glad you clarified that, Jeremy, for our listeners, particularly for Shannon. Well, yes, uh, you've got Gab off the hook too, uh, just quite. Uh, Raylene Ellison, I'm just glad that you're back in the country. I've got to say because my liver could not have handled another day of you being in Bali. So, yes, to allude to what you're talking about, Jez, yes, uh, Elo's been batching it since his wife's gone overseas and he's been uh, leading me astray all this time. And Oh, that poor arm's yeah, been that's, so yeah, hardly yeah, yeah. twisted. Myself and particularly my wife have not been amused. So. You know I've got feelings, Shannon. You know how, they, how you see on those comedy shows like... Um, Jimmy Fallon stuff like they had they do the mean tweets. Yes. Maybe we should just read your text messages. <laughs> oh, your yes. oh yeah. I'll tell you that yeah. I'll tell you the happy hater. She, her, she could hate for Australia. She you, carry the flag. You say you say you were glad that Raylan's come back. There's no one happier than my little dog Hank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looks like a whippet or a greyhound. He's actually a French bulldog. Feed the poor thing. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Right, we'll move on to our next topic very shortly. Now, off the back of um, the John Sutler tribute match on the weekend, there were some really stirring moments on on that day. And I interviewed Ello. Um, Ello and I had our normal on-field chat before the game, and I just talked about how emotional... The week had been, and not only for people that had known him for a long time like us three have, but even for people that have never met him, that have just grown up on the stories of John Sattler or even had the opportunity to see him play. It was such a a big um, event and such a big week. But I thought that the top four topic for, for this podcast, we'd look at the top four most stirring moments that you've seen at a, a sporting event and... Shannon, you've well, Gab's done your homework, so we'll start. <laughs> we'll start with you. <laughs> Don't take all mine like you do oh, every yeah. other week. First one is the Double Bay Diamonds Netball <clears throat> Grand Final victory. I'll know oh, that yeah. she did it. Oh, they, they actually got robbed one one premiership out there, but I won't go into it. But, but um, seriously, for a second here, I, I, I remember one that was really, really powerful, and it's um, the 2013 Grand Final qualifier and. 
Madge's mum had passed. Um, oh, yeah. Just before that, and the you you know you talk about resilience and character that Madge showed and the steel focus. His mum's just passed, and he had to ready the side, and the side went out and did us really proud. But ultimately, uh, mainly got us on the night. But to be able to to coach, focus, and put all all about team before self was oh, the most yeah. selfless example uh, I'd ever seen, and I, I'll never never forget that in terms of um, you know. Our club is renowned for putting our club and our team before self, and that was the ultimate epitome of Madge doing it on that night. Yeah, I remember it, it, after the game, <coughs> everyone went back into the sheds because obviously our season was, was done at that point, and he spoke to everyone in the sheds, and everyone was feeling down because we just lost, and then I had to go up to him and say, Madge, I need to take you to the press conference now, and I said, do you want to go? I'm, I, I said... I'm sure if I went in there and said, look, Michael's not going to do it tonight, I'll, I've brought one of the assistant coaches or we'll take Ello in or something instead. Um, I'm sure everyone would understand. He said, no, no, Jed's part of the gig. I'll yeah. do it. Yep. Just yep. amazing. Yeah, just that true South Sydney um, character, you know, of yeah. toughness and resilience. So that was a that was a great example of it. If I can just interject there too, yeah. Shannon, to give you a little bit more insight into it, um, Joel rang me at about 5.15 that morning. So, you know, it happened during the middle of the night. He'd had no sleep or anything. And then, obviously, we needed to get it to the players at some stage. And we, we, we waited till, you know, we, we basically got to the bus and just I just went around and told them all. You know, he didn't want to make a big deal of it for them. Yep. Okay. He carried the burden himself. Um, and, you know, it would have been a really, really tough assignment for him. But he, he did. He did it magnificently. Yeah. I yeah. think in the weeks leading up, he'd been travelling between yeah. Canberra and Sydney regularly each week to help yeah. look after his mum, and yeah. yep. and no one would have known. No, no one would have no, known. No. Steely focus of the man, you know, yeah. uh, and the work uh, ethic. Yeah, yep. yeah, unbelievable. Uh, you know, obviously, fortunately, the following year, that same determination and steely focus took us to a premiership. That's That's it. A, that was a that was a tough and emotional night for everybody involved with mm. the club. Uh, the other one, which is really emotional game, and one of the probably the most emotional game that I've seen was Simbin Sunday just last oh, yeah. year. I just that was just it felt like um, uh, in the crowd. It felt like a tinderbox. It felt like honestly, it could have been a, a fifty thousand person brawl could break yeah. out at any sec. The tension between the supporters and the members of each bay, and then obviously what happened on the field. If the that had happened, Victor Radley would have got his third sin <laughs> <Yeah. sin> bin. So, <laughs> <laughs> and probably Tane. Yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> honestly, yeah. The, the the fans of both sides were were pretty pretty animated towards yeah. each other. That's probably a nice euphemism. But that was in the crowd. That's what it felt like for the 45,000-odd people there. But then, obviously, what happened on the field, yeah. the passion and the tension that was out there. So it's a different type of emotion, but it's emotion nonetheless. Mm. And that's as an emotion-filled game as I've ever ever been at. That's yeah. one. Uh, it's definitely, like, we talk about the GF in 14, but that I, I, I've never felt an atmosphere like that game yeah. at Allianz. Yeah, I agree. It's um, it was it was like the Coliseum. To yeah, be yeah, yeah. It was a really funny dynamic on the field, off the field. Like 
it was t- tension like you knew mm. anything could explode at any second yeah. and, and it did at times on the field and I'm sure it did in certain sections of the crowd fortunately not where where I was sitting but um, yeah. in, in the bar so, um, <laughs> <laughs> so. That, that's where that great stadium earned its <coughs> name Trelliance as yeah, well it, mm. indeed yeah. and it was a great whilst it was a you know, emotional day. I think it was a great day for our club too because we showed what we're all about again there. Yeah. And, and so good to do it at our home ground too. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, indeed. <laughs> well, it'll be good when they fix that, that sign because they only put half that sign up home of the Sydney Roosters. It's supposed to say, home of where Latrell Mitchell lives in the heads of the Sydney Roosters. So. <laughs> yeah. I might go out there with a spray can and fix that up, Jess. <laughs> yeah, so they're two really emotional games. Yeah. Um, I can't not mention the 2014 grand final. Yeah. 43 years in the waiting. Um, we'd had all those previous years where we'd been close but not there. We, you know, mentioned Madge's mum passing away on, you know, the year before and the year before that being knocked out. I think, was it Bulldogs the year before that knocked us out? I think. No, Bulldogs in 2012, Manly yeah. in 13. <coughs> yeah. And then we got the Doggies in That's right, 14, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was just that... Tension. We'd been building and we knew we were almost there mm. and, you know, we it was our time and I, I say to anybody, it was a funny feeling walking into the stadium that night. All South supporters were always nervous nearly and you're always uh, a bit worried about what the result's going to be but there, there was a, a sort of sense of belief and this is our time sort of walking mm. in there. I sense that with the fans and I've spoken to some players since that it was like, I don't think we'll... And this sounds really arrogant. It sounds like hubris, but and we had a few things go against us in the game. But we were never going to lose that game. We no. were on top, even if we mightn't have been that much in front on the scoreboard. We were just on top in every facet of the play, <coughs> and that was our night. That was our time. I and felt it the day before. Yeah, when we we're at captain's run, and we had Madge had the whole of Redfern Oval wrapped in black. <laughs> yes, <laughs> black I remember that. Yes, so barely anyone could see in, and I remember walking in and. Um, going downstairs, and I went to see Madge, and I walk in, and here was Kathy Freeman sitting in his office. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the lady who had the greatest achievement at that stadium. Yes, that's right. And you will hear my notes, Jess, are you? No, no, no. And she's <laughs> what notes? <laughs> and she's going to be there. It just yeah. amazing. Yep. And you talk about Madge. He was very maniacal about certain things, and folks, and wrapping the yeah the whole ground Redfern Oval in yeah. black so people couldn't see. And yeah, I remember it took me the... about three days to do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Unwrap your lunch? Did you? Uh... <laughs> you used the wrapper from your lunch. <laughs> there still would have been some left over, wouldn't there? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and then the last one. Yours was... get around A and Stadium, mate. <laughs> And then the last one is, of course, just uh, Saturday night, just gone. Yeah. I thought that's, that's true. That was a, a moving a tribute. And to see, that particularly on that night, the, the moment that got me was after a tough golden point win in extra time and we win. Everyone's cheering, going berserk. And then Sats's voice coming over singing the team song. Yeah. It just stopped. And... And even the players, I noticed they're hugging each other, and then they realised that they Sats all stopped, voice. mate. Come I had heaven, that written down as well. At, uh, that was a. Uh, I've got to give Elo a rap. That was his um, idea to play that as yeah. our victory song on the field after Glory, Glory, because yeah. we always play Glory, Glory first, and then into that. And and honestly, and what what I found interesting was, so with my role as media manager, Fox had players lined up to interview, and they were interviewing Lockie Ilias at the time, and even Lockie, when he was concentrating on doing his interview you saw him look up at the screen because he heard the voice. Yes. 
start singing and you could just see it sort of half stopped him and caught his attention. But literally all the boys stopped out on the field. They all watched the big screen. They all gave a round of applause at the end of it. It was... Can I just say what a great tribute it was to a great man, but I also want to give a rap to the club. I want to give a rap to the football. You know, the boys ultimately delivered on the field and got us the win. Yeah. But how proud I was of their match day and events team, Jez. You were a big part of a lot of uh, planning what we did. It was a big week. We had to pivot in three or four days. We had a whole other match day theme uh, planned and activities planned. In three or four days, we brought it together. You were a big part of it. Bronte Fulton in our team. But every the digital team, the, the great content they put together for the big screen and, and yep. in the week leading up to, to turn a jersey around. Like the great people are classic, you know. They're the only company in the world that could have turned. We spoke, you guys were there I, in the boardroom. I spoke to uh, Warren Carney, the managing director and owner of Classic, on the phone oh. and... That was Tuesday morning. Uh, he said, whatever you need, I'll do it. I'm going to vo- um, donate the shirts, and I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to get these Sattler jerseys, 1970 jerseys made. By That was 9.30, 10 o'clock um, Tuesday morning. By 6 p.m. that night in China, the the, the presses were rolling for the yep. jerseys and then uh, flown over on a plane and got to us in time. They had the, the, the grippers applied, the numbers applied. It was just everybody in the club did... And, and our partners did an amazing job to, to give Sats the, the commemoration that he deserved. Yeah, it was it was a very emotional night. And I'd, I'd actually talked to Ello during the week because we do our panel and all that sort of stuff on the field. And I said, hell, I'm going to need you there to hold me up. He said, you're going to have to hold me up too, mate. Because <laughs> like, it was such a big week. And Ello spent a lot more time with, with John and, and the Sattler family. But I felt it as much as anyone having met him over the years, and everyone was like that. It was, as you say, with all the staff that we've got at the club, nobody said, oh, we can't do that. We can't turn that around that quick. Yep. Everyone just put in the extra effort. Um, like I saw um, Sonny Bra, who's the head of our content team, I saw him put something on Instagram where he was still in the office at 11 o'clock at night. He's got two young kids at home. Yep. Lives out in Western Sydney. <coughs> gave all that up to make sure that the Rabbitohs and John Sattler were, were paid tribute to in the appropriate way and... That's what it's about. Made me so proud to be a rabbit. Yeah. Just yeah. everything. The Sattler piece, but what our club was able to deliver. No other club in, in the yeah. world could have done that. How yeah. amazing what? was the 13th minute applause? Yes. Yeah. Yep. yep. It was, yeah. And that was an idea that came to us from the borough. Yes. Um, and we said, great idea. You guys lead it. And didn't they lead it? The whole stadium, and you've got to give a shout-out to the Manly fans as well. Yes. They paid tribute to, to um, John at that moment as well, and... Everybody in that stadium was on their feet. I was sitting in the players' in enclosure at the near the tunnel there, and all of the players that weren't playing were on their feet. All of the staff, everyone in the stadium, everyone. And Alex Johnson said in his media during the week, "We noticed it." Yeah, we said that must be the thirteenth minute. Yeah, mm. yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I um, I just like to pay tribute to to Barb and Scott, yeah. his family. Oh, yeah. Um. You know, for them, it was a really tough week, and and they shared and gave a lot of themselves in a week where it would have been a really tough struggle for them. Yep. Um, and we we're mindful of that. I must say, we tried to give them as much space as we could, but we needed to show them what our club thought of the great John Sattler. Yeah. And and we did, we did, and they're very appreciative. Barb um, sent a lovely email that, that we shared with you the uh, people in the office and we'll share with the players. Um, just saying she can't put into words 
how much you you appreciated what we did yeah. for John. Yep. And um, they're a very, very impressive family. Um, and you know, speaks volumes for, for John and Barb, you know, the raise, what they've raised with their children and their, their grandchildren. And that. and that was that was the biggest part of John that always stood out. I, we knew the tough football he was, but, um, you know, to, to have spent, you know, quite a bit of time over the years with John um, at certain certain stages and to see the way he presented himself um you know in public all the time when he when he represented CS at a function he'd always have his tie done up and he, he looked immaculate yes in his dress and I must say his family looked immaculate when they came down the other night I thought Scott yep just he just looked like his dad yeah. you know back, back in the day and um oh, I can't you know Speak highly enough of them and the way the emotions they would have been feeling, and that that moment of the 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 minute silence out on the field um, just just showed what we thought of John Sattler and his family, and what they thought of the yeah. Rabbitohs. And it was a full minute. We made we made that point minute. to um, to Fox League beforehand. We said we don't want a moment silence. We want a full minute silence, and and the crowd responded. By, yes. by not responding, by being absolutely it, quiet, it was just real and it was genuine. Yeah, and it was just just a lovely moment. And obviously, that was going to be all one of our one of our stirring moments we yeah. speak about today. And uh, to given a few different ideas and why it meant so much to us, is it was a great thing to share. I think. How good was it to see George Piggins there in yes. the guard of honour, representing um, all of his former teammates, being part of the guard, making the effort to get out to a core stadium and, and be there. As we all know, George is, isn't in the best of health, but he was there and unfortunately a lot of his other teammates couldn't make it for various reasons or, or also ill health. But but George being there to represent them all was just, it was so good to see. And George, from all reports, he was treated like a rock star out there. He had everyone <laughs> from the 70-year-olds the to the 7-year-olds wanting photos with him and it was it was so good to he see. He did. I saw yeah. on the Western Concourse, he was getting mobbed and it was yeah. like Harry Styles, <laughs> you know. It was unbelievable. Everybody's trying to get a photo with him. And, and obviously he's um, in accepting his life membership earlier in the year. We feel like the family's whole and, you know, that was epitomised on Saturday yeah. night. The men, the men of that era that represented our club, uh, you know, they're still such a major part of the fabric of it. No, now, aren't they? You what you know, and that's we're so lucky to have had had those guys here yeah. uh, at that that era, and a lot of the club still built around the qualities and that, that they showed. Yeah. Well, one thing I remember, Elaine, it's probably the same for you when I was playing here. And it was an expression Rich I used to have. All you know, all of our great greatest memories and great moments are in black and white. And that was those came from those guys. There's so many of them, you know, uh, Sattler, McCarthy, Kurt, Sims, all of those guys, Cleary, um, Piggins, amazing guys. But we've got modern legends from that 2014 Grand Final. Now we've got Sam Burgess, Greg Inglis, John Sutton, and they're and they're still working with the club, you know, yeah, and they're yeah. still doing doing stuff. So. Absolutely, that culture and that DNA that's run through for the yeah. last 115 years is still running through this joint yeah. as strong as ever. And we're conscious of that when we won the the premiership in 14, all the pictures became colour. Yes. And, you know, even in a video, video room at the moment, Yes, most of it's black and white and the rest is in colour. But it's just yeah. a thing that we've had there and it's... Um, about making your own history, which is really important to us. Yeah. And we'll have a few more colour ones at the end of this year, hopefully, Ella. 
I'd like to think so. Yeah, Indeed. absolutely. Hello, but did you have any other stirring moments to to add to the list? You spoke about Kathy Freeman. Mm. Um, the stirring moment was the two thousand Olympics, um, where she carried the yeah the nation on her shoulders, and you know the way she came out dressed in the special suit and mm. everything like that. She already lit the flame. Lit the flame yeah, and a lot of it, pressure on her. Is that that's when it, the it stopped for a while. Stopped, it? Yeah. yeah, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kicked yeah, off again. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit That's like, it's a bit like Shannon after his fourth dish at the Chinese <laughs> restaurant. It's <laughs> the old Aussie humour. There would have been some bloke that was in charge of press about go, you know what, let's just pause and watch everyone just poo their pants in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'll get it going again. <laughs> watch everyone poo their pants. That is like me after my fourth Chinese dish. <laughs> But yeah, but seriously though, the 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 weight of the nation on her shoulders, uh, McAvaney's call, um, it just made you proud to be an Australian. And just watching the exhaustion that she showed after after she, you know, won, you it see was, the relief. Yeah, yeah it was exhaustion so and relief, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Which was a bit like it was a bit like after we won the other night. Yep. There was. I, everyone was exhausted. It had been a really tough week, but yeah. um, same sort of thing. Anyway, I, I just want to get back to Kathy, mm. and then the second one. You said she was in the what? What? What happened? Greg played his. I think it was his two hundredth NRL game in the prelim final against um, the Roosters in two thousand and fourteen. And imagine I spoke about who we should get get down to, you know, to present it and. I don't know, for some reason I came up with, with Mark Mark Eller or Kathy Freeman. Uh, I was a great fan of Mark Eller. But anyway, she does a great job here, Mark Eller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so it just so happened that Joe Earl had had something to do with, with Kathy uh, previously. So anyway, we, we got in contact with Kathy and she couldn't get down on that, that day to present Greg with his jersey because she had some she was doing some community work so anyway she came down she couldn't come did a video on that and nobody knew the boys didn't know we had captain's run at at four o'clock on on the saturday afternoon before the game i picked kathy and her husband up at 2 30 from the airport remember it was all the red was all closed up yep. got her in the boys didn't know they got in went to the meeting room and, and in she came and spoke and um what <laughs> What she spoke about that day was, was so moving that she said, she said, guys, I've been watching you you play all year. She said, when I got on the box uh, in that in that 400-metre final of the Olympics, she said, I said to myself, I've done all the work. I know I'm ready to do this. I'm just going to do it. She said, I've watched you guys from afar and you've done all the work. And I reckon you're ready to do it. And she said, I just want to tell you, tomorrow night's the first night I've walked back into that stadium since the night I won. Yeah. yeah. So I went out a 1,000, honest, to win. <laughs> <laughs> no, it only drew you up. But that, that was a really stirring moment. And just the boy, you just see it in the boys. Yep. Um, and, you know, it was just amazing. You know, it was only, there was only probably... 20 people, 25 people in the room to witness it. It was just a a magnificent sort of event. Yeah. Um, well, following on from that, then the next night, we've won the comp. We're all in the sheds, and there's mm. a famous photo of G.I. with his jersey yeah. off, 
sitting in his locker with the trophy and he just got his head down. Then there's other photos with Kathy sitting next to him and I just happened to be standing near them and she said, I heard her say to Greg, she goes, this is the greatest moment I've had here. Yeah, wow. Well, mm. well, and knowing yeah. what she achieved. Yeah, absolutely. The, absolutely. Not only lighting the flame, winning that gold. Yep. Phenomenal. Yeah. In, uh, another special night. Yeah, another stirring moment. Yeah. I think we've discussed greatest trials we've ever seen, and, mm. and Greg's try at, at uh, Suncorp's the best I've ever seen. Yeah. There's no doubt. And for Greg's 200th game, Leroy put this video together of Greg picking the ball up to start. He ran about 15 metres, and then the video cut to Kathy getting out of the blocks, and it just kept cutting in and out, in and out, until Greg puts the ball down and Kathy goes over the line. Oh, it was good. just one of the most magnificent videos yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. So um, You obviously haven't seen Caddyshack, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good show. It's hard oh, to beat. <laughs> I think we mentioned Caddyshack in the greatest sports movies, top four sports movies. Yeah. Oh, hey, Wang. Hey, Wang. <laughs> And for those out there that are listening, if you haven't seen Let It Ride, do yourself a favour and watch Let It Ride too. <laughs> oh, dear. Very good. Any others, Ella? Oh, I think Shane Warne's um, memorial yeah. at the MCG was pretty up, up there on what, you know, what a, he's just, he's one of the legendary Australians of all time, you know, yeah. worldwide status. Um, you know, so that was the, that was a stirring moment. Hello, but it certainly was up there being warned. Yeah, that was <laughs> right up there. Great tribute for him. So. There's a bit of movement there. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, I, I tell you I what, think though, a lot of people were moved that night. I, yeah, I, tell, you, right. I, I tell you what, though, getting on to another one, that uh, Shannon was there for this as well. I was fortunate enough to be over in Scotland uh, last November mm. and we went and watched uh, Scotland play the All Blacks at Murrayfield. Yep. Um, and it was just one of the most amazing pre-game events, the the national anthem of Scotland, and you know they 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 firstly, you want me to sing it? Go for <laughs> it. Go for it. <laughs> no, they they Old MacDonald had a farm. <laughs> Is that written by Sleeps? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, just to interject, he's handled that well. So oh yeah, I mean, he has. Oh, <laughs> he's I handled thought, that really I well. thought, I thought Rothfield handled it really well. Yeah, as a scale of ratings, as a one out of ten for yeah, being a bad thing. For comedy, is nine out of <laughs> yeah, ten. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what exactly. it is. I mean, it's so God. good. So what's I don't know the cameras <laughs> follow us around. You're falling asleep at McDonald's is the least of our worries. Actually, your biggest worry is falling asleep before you get to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, so what they do at the start of it, they, they sing the national anthem with the bagpipes. Yes. And then they stop the bagpipes and the whole crowd just sings it together. Yeah, wow. And it was just, there was, I think there was about 75, 80,000 mm. people there. Um, and after all of that, the All Blacks did the harker and they just appreciated the hark and just let it go. There was mm. no booing or anything like that. And it was just, you know, just seeing two different cultures, you know, 
so far apart, yeah. yet so close. That's right. Due yeah. to sport, it was yeah. very stir- stirring. And as next player looking at the the Scottish side and the and the key, big Kiwis doing the haka, I was just thinking if I could be out there, you wouldn't get me out there for a million dollars. You wouldn't get me out there for a million dollars. I was going to say I would have liked an invitation to that junket. I mean, study tour, study tour. We learn a lot. But, uh, we learn a lot. <laughs> Five hundred and forty mils in a pint, Jess. I remember, <laughs> I remember we were in Houston, I think it was, Shannon, yeah. and uh, we were watching the the World Cup Rugby League, which we we went to after that, the World Cup Rugby League semi final, and when Samoa beat England, and we were just devastated because we thought we we're going to go to Old Trafford. And he, God save the king, what it would have been. Yeah. Sung by the Englishman playing against the Aussies. Yep. Um, that that could have been one of the most stirring moments yeah. as well, I think. Well, I'll leave you to take that up with the Samoans. <laughs> 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 I don't think I'll be expressing my disappointment <laughs> to our Samoan brothers. <laughs> what about you, Jez? What about your yeah, yeah, stirring yeah. moments? Well, yeah. Hurry fir- up, will you? <laughs> the first two I had were, were from Saturday night's game. The, the minute silence was unbelievable and then... Johnny Sattler singing the victory song after the game. But we've been through that. I've actually got a an All Blacks one too. If you get the chance, jump on YouTube and search for All Blacks versus Munster from 2008. Now, Munster's what one of the... What did he play him on his own, did he? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's, got, he's not that good, surely. But Munster's one of the provinces in, in Ireland. Oh, and, thanks for that. And the All Blacks were doing their, uh, were doing their European tour. And they hadn't had a try scored against them in any game that they'd played. But they played against Munster, and as usual, they do the the haka before the game. Now, Munster had four Kiwis, four New Zealanders in their team. One of them was Doug Howlett, who had just just fallen out of the All Blacks team. Yep. He hadn't been selected. And as the All Blacks were lining up for the haka, and all the Munster guys were lined up in a line, all with their linked arms to face the haka, those four guys stepped down in front and okay. did the haka. At the All Blacks. Oh, wow. And it's unbelievable to watch it. And you can just see the emotion in their faces oh, to do it. Good. Because it is a war cry, but it's also a, sh- a sign of respect when they, yep. they do it. We've seen that after some of the Kiwi boys have made their debuts. When Jeremy Marshall King made his debut, you saw Benji do it towards his brother. It's a sign of <coughs> respect. Yeah. But those four guys, the passion in their face in front of their home crowd, and the home crowd were just going nuts yep. while they were doing this hucker. And then when the, it was the All Blacks' turn to do it back, the crowd just falls completely silent. Oh, yeah, okay. And they let them do the hucker. Yeah. Search on YouTube. It's really it's um, really good. And Was one of their names Herman? <laughs> Herman Munster. <laughs> <laughs> Only a certain demographic yeah, yeah. Of, our, uh, of our listeners will actually, probably most. I don't think there's many under the age of 30 listening to this dribble. But... Um, uh, Munster scored a try against them. It was the first try that they had scored against them on yeah. the European tour, and was the it? All Blacks beat them in the last four minutes with a try in the corner. Did oh, one of the Kiwis score? Do you know? I'm just just asking. They're the All Blacks, hello. Kiwis play league. He's saying the All Blacks. <laughs> no, but in the Munster team. I'm not sure who it was that scored, but um, well, can you do it? You know, it was, right cer- it was certainly a Kiwi playing for the can All Blacks get, that scored to break their heart. Can you get Gab to write your notes out for Guys, besmirching my wife's name. <laughs> You've besmirched it enough over yeah, the time. <laughs> oh, I know. Putting me out of, out of a job. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Shannon, she's very lucky. She's got you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she's very, very yeah. lucky. <laughs> Never a luckier woman has been seen. 
<laughs> My final one, Ella, you were there. St. Helens against the Rabbitohs. 2015 World Club Challenge, 39-0 victory to the Rabbits. Still a world record. <laughs> I think I was standing. Yep. I think I was standing next year when they were singing all they those songs before the game. In was, the tunnel, was standing in the tunnel, listening to the St Helens fans sing these songs. It was like this is what I think of when I think of English sport, British sport at the the top <laughs> levels. It was unbelievable. And after about sixteen minutes, you could have heard a pin drop because yeah. we broke their backs. We'd put four tries on in the first fifteen twenty minutes, <laughs> and it was dead silent. They, they do love a song and a chant, and it does create atmosphere, and you standing next to Ella out there, I'm sure they would have been singing, who ate all the pies, <laughs> you fat bastard, you fat bastard, who ate all the pies? Is that how it goes, Ella? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they sing it a bit better than that. <laughs> I reckon you would have caught that once or twice. Uh, what about that little bar we went to in Liverpool? We did. We, did. we, stayed, we stayed in Liverpool the couple of days before the game. Yep. It's only about a 20-minute drive to St. Helens from there. It was really, really great place. We, we, it's tiny. Yeah, tiny. You had to go outside to change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you pretty much did. Well, you did, mate. <laughs> Do you you what? I, I don't know how I got in. Yeah. There was a, the, the bar was like right at the door. You had to walk in the door. The bar was right there. And then we found this tiny little corner. Yep. We just went and sat in the corner and just had it. We were actually out. Looking for a feed, surprising. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> think, that story checks out. I think I think Jez might have had a pint with me that night too, didn't you? Might, well, it might have been whatever the next one down oh, is yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would have got through a whole pint. No. I heard it was a bit run down, a bit old that pub. And I, somebody said you had to wipe your feet to go outside. <laughs> Stop recycling your Wollamaloo jokes. It is truly. It was. It was the smallest. It was just long, wasn't it? It yeah. was, yeah. And there was this little corner and a couple of seats, and we just went and sat there and people watched for a bit, and it was really good because yeah. it's been a hectic couple of weeks, and there was plenty going on, and we knew the big game was the next day, and there were six teams over there for that that one or three from the NRL. Yeah, the series, yeah, because we had the series over there, so there was a lot of activity throughout the the week and we'd had our captains run and yep. just had a quiet moment. Was good. I said, Jez, we we got a big day tomorrow, so make sure you get me home before breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? I delivered. I delivered. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, that was good to go through um, some of the stirring sporting moments and our next uh, segment might stir a few things as well. It's it's time for jokes, but we're going to play this before until I can get a breather. Please do. <laughs> so I'll just note at 46 minutes and 20, I may need to do some edits, but <laughs> all right. It'll be fine. Who Jess. wants to go first? Shannon's put his hand up. I'll, I'll lead him out. I'll lead him out. Um... Unfortunately, sections of today's jokes have been removed due to protecting those with sensitive ears. Editing those I was going to say, I might have some work to do. No, nah, they're, they're fine. There's no uh, swear words. By the, by the one, I, I think 
Yeah, Jez, I think we should have a new opening to the show. Yeah. It's called the the, the musical side of it. It's called yep. Yellow River by IP Daily. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you get ones like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I haven't told him that one. <laughs> No, what it is is Gab needs to find some nice clean jokes to pass <laughs> oh, on no, so he can write them down. Oh, she's going to be a seething ball of hate after this episode. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she tells him better than him, though. Uh, <laughs> I'm going fishing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, before we dig ourselves a bigger hole, we'll be back after this. Oh, dear. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you come back next time. We can't uh, We can't wait three months for the next one, gents. We no, really bring it on. I'm yeah. ready to rumble. Yeah. Ready to rumble. Yeah, no, I look forward to it. It was good. Good today. Yeah, it was, it was very good. Good, good fun bagging yellow. I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm always up for that. <laughs> so easy. Yeah. Oh, very good. Well, thank you, everyone, uh, for listening. If you get a chance, give us a review, a five-star rating, and subscribe on your podcast app. And uh, we'll be back very soon with more from the Top 4 Podcast.